Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Streams UK. We hope you are blessed. This is a beautiful year, 2022. In this episode, let's think about how we can have our lives established in God in a year that is filled with opportunities for you and for me. Ladies and gentlemen, in this episode, I would want us to talk about how we can be established in Christ. Why is that necessary? Scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and the verse number 21, Now, he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. Now, I love to read that particular portion of scripture in different translations because it brings different meaning. It enriches the understanding for me. And so allow me to read it again in another version of the scripture. It says, Now it is God who strengthens us with you in Christ and has anointed us. Remember, we are talking about being established in Christ. In the first translation, it uses the word, the one who establishes us is Christ. In this Holman Christian Standard Bible, it says the one who strengthens us. So the word establish also means to strengthen. Now let's look at another you know, uh, translation of the word, which is in the Berean Literal Bible. It says, now the one establishing us with you unto Christ and having anointed us is God. Over here in this particular translation, we see the word establish used in the present continuous tense. It says the one establishing us with you unto Christ and having anointed us is God. So what does this mean? It means to establish in Christ is a continuing process. As you listen to this episode, I need you to understand that God is establishing you. The Lord is establishing your steps. You are being established. And in this year 2022, I need us to believe that to be established is not just a one-day affair. It isn't that the new year has come and then all of a sudden you are established. We need to trust in the Lord for his continuing work of establishment in our lives. It means you will begin to see the Lord establish you in various aspects of your life. You might see that he's establishing you in marriage. You might see that he's establishing you in business. You might see that your health is getting restored. You might see that various aspects of your life are receiving divine establishment. The one that is very close to my heart is the work of the ministry. And so you might see that the Lord is establishing you in the work of the ministry. And so the one who is establishing us with you unto Christ and having anointed us is God. These are the words of Apostle Paul to the Corinthian church. And he is assuring them that 
it is God who establishes. And we need to get that you know, really clearly in our minds that we do not establish ourselves. It is Him who establishes us. If we have this understanding, then we can trust that it is He who is doing the work and not ourselves. For scripture says, by strength shall no man prevail. It means by your own ability, by your own schemes, if you like, by your own knowledge even, or by your own, you know, networks and your own thinking and your own resources, there is no way that we can be established. However, if we trust in him, who knows all and knows us inside out, who knows the end from the beginning, he who knows you and me, he who knows the beginning of our days and the end of our lives, he who has placed us here, he has not left us as orphans, he is here with you and he is here with me. And because he is here with us, he has said in his word that he is the one who establishes. So it is our responsibility to simply believe, you know, we just have to believe him and believe in his word that he is establishing us. If you are listening to this podcast, you know, wherever you are, it is a good time to just say to yourself, actually verbalize this to yourself and declare that the Lord is establishing me. I believe this and I need us all to believe this, that God is establishing us in Christ Jesus our Lord. Oh, isn't that a blessing? Isn't that glorious? That must make us excited, isn't it? I am very excited to know that the Lord is establishing my steps. What a blessing. That same portion of scripture, you know, which is 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and the verse number 21, in the New Living Translation of the Bible says, It is God who enables us, along with you, to stand firm for Christ. He has commissioned us. Wow, that is beautiful. I like that English translation. Now, why am I taking it from different translations of the Bible? And that is because the New Testament was primarily written in Greek. And so you might see that uh, in translating that into English, uh, the scholars might get the nuances differently. And so sometimes to get a rich understanding of the, of the scripture, it is good to look at you know, a number of translations to clarify some of the words you know, for, for us. And so in the NLT version, it says, it is God who enables us. He enables you and he enables me. It means that the Lord has grace available for you to enable you so that you are not weakened along your journey in this year, so that the year doesn't overwhelm you with all the vicissitudes of life, so that the troubles and the stormy winds that are blowing in the world does not come to hurt you. And so he's enabling you. He enables us. He gives us grace. He empowers us. He strengthens us so that we can be established in Christ Jesus. And that verse says to stand firm for Christ. So why is he enabling you? Why is he establishing you so that you will stand firm? So that you will not become tossed about by any wind of doctrine so that you will not become, you know, like 
a leaf before the stormy wind being thrown about. The devil will not throw you about this year. You are not going to be thrown about. You are not going to be destroyed. Your life is not going to be messed up by the things that are happening in the world today. And it takes faith in Christ to be able to receive divine enablement in every aspect of our lives. And beautifully, that scripture says, he has commissioned us. The previous uh, translations used the word anointed, anointed us. Now remember the word Christ, so Jesus Christ. The word Christ means the anointed one. Uh, in the Greek, uh, Christos, uh, it means the anointed one or the Messiah in the Hebrew. So the anointed one uh, has anointed you. Isn't that beautiful? So you are anointed. Uh, that also means you've been commissioned by the Lord. Commissioned for what? Commissioned so that you can stand firm in him and draw others to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ uh, by faith in him. He came, he was crucified for you and for me. And the scripture makes us to understand on the third day, God raised him up from the dead. Why is that important? It is important because it gives us hope. So that if we put our trust in Christ, we also resurrect into newness of life in him. Without the resurrection of Christ, there is no gospel of Jesus Christ. And the evidence is there. Uh, historically, the evidence has been you know, startling and it's been right there in front of the world. Uh, and if you do a bit of a scholarly work, you can see that these things actually did happen. Uh, and so we need to believe that God sending Jesus for you and for me for the sin of the world is indeed what the scripture says it is. And so that same God, having loved you, you know, having loved us, the Bible says here that he has enabled us and also commissioned us that we may stand firm. So friend listening to me today, I need you to stand firm. I know that many things may have happened in your life, or possibly uh, some things may have gone bad in your life. It could be, you know, in your business. It could be maybe in your marriage. It could be uh, maybe in your family. It could be that, you know, in your finances, things have not been very good. Or maybe the past year has been particularly difficult for your family because of the, you know, uh, coronavirus pandemic that we still are currently in. It could be that a lot of things have been bad for you. Uh, but guess what? You know, this scripture must make you have faith in God. It says, you know, to stand firm, stand firm, to stand firm. It is God who makes us established so that we can stand firm for Christ. He has commissioned you. So despite the challenges you may have gone through in the past year, I need you to understand that the Lord has a purpose for your life, having commissioned you and he is establishing your steps in this year. And if we believe this, we can see its manifestation in our lives. It says, blessed is he, is, is she that believes, for she shall see uh, these things as the Lord has spoken. So I need us to believe. Uh, and that is something that God expects of us is just to trust him. To trust him if you trust him you will see his hand move in very powerful ways in your life now in the niv version of second corinthians chapter 1 and the verse number 21 it says now it is god who makes us both and you stand firm 
in Christ. So you can see that, you know, the scripture has really been clear cut in what it is that God wants to do or is doing in our lives, which is to stand firm, to stand firm. There are many people who are not firm at all for Christ. They get tossed about by so many things in life. Uh, and if difficulties arise, they might even question whether God loves them or not. If God is a good God, why is this bad thing happening in my life? And they say things like that and so on and so forth. Uh, I need you to understand that, you know, in this life, as long as we live in this flesh of ours in this life, there is a fallen world. And so problems may arise. Difficulties may come your way. It does not negate the love of God for you. If he loved us enough to come down in the form of his son to be crucified for us and to pay the penalty for our sin, there is no greater love than this. And so we should not allow that, uh, you know, the other things that happen in our lives to make us question the love of God uh, for us. And so I need you to believe that God wants you to stand firm in Christ this year. Stand in faith. You are a people of faith. And so I need you to stand in faith uh, with this word that we have heard today. Now, I want us to look a bit more closely at the word, you know, establish. When I checked in the original Greek word that Apostle Paul used, that word has a number of meanings. It means to make firm, just as we saw other versions uh, say. It also means to make sure. It means to make stable. I love that one, you know, that is to be stabilized. To be stabilized. It is like a rock. And no matter how strong the wind is, the mountain doesn't move uh, as against a paper. A paper in the wind gets carried away to whatever direction it is uh, being set to go. But however, a mountain, a rock, stands firm. It is stable. It is secure. That word also means to make secure. So in Christ, you are secure. Isn't it a blessing? In Christ, you are stable. In Christ, you are strengthened, as uh, the other version tells us. It also means to confirm. It means to verify. The word confirm means to verify, to prove. Uh, and that is often used in, uh, uh, you know, science, where you prove something through testing. So it means also that in God establishing you, a number of tests might come your way in this year, you know, in your Christian life. And so if... Uh, things happen to you, you know, why don't you rather see it as a test and uh, with which you need to trust in the Lord so that you remain firm and not allow the devil to destroy your faith in God. God is faithful. He will not let you down. Your God is a faithful God. He will not let you down. He has never let his people down and so he will not let you down. No matter what the winds might be, uh, what uh, stormy winds might be blowing, no matter the adversity uh, out there, I need us to believe in this word uh, that the Lord is establishing us and we must stand firm, be stable, be sure, be secure, be strengthened, be made firm in Christ Jesus our Lord. Oh, what a blessing, what a blessing. Now, it simply means, therefore, that God wants you to be reliable so that he can trust in you. You know, that is a very powerful thing I just said. Why? <laughs> I looked at that in the Bible, actually, in the book of Job. When the Lord was bragging almost about Job, his servant, he said in Job chapter 1 and the verse number 8, have you considered my servant Job? You know, you can see God almost bragging, you know, he's like putting a bet, if you like, on Job, his servant. 
He says, have you considered my servant Job? So God wants to say the same about you. Have you considered my servant? And you can put your name there. You know, so in my case, I would say, have you considered my servant Levi? And so God wants to put his you know, confidence in you. And you can attract his confidence when you are confident in him. You attract God's confidence in you when you are confident in him. And so you, he wants to put his you know, confidence in you. And that means that you need to believe in his word. It means you need to trust him that what he has spoken concerning your life, he will not let you down. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and the verse number 58. Scripture says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, be immovable, always, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. And so if you are a Christian listening to me today, this word must encourage you that uh, you, you, you are, your reward is there. God is rewarding you and he's establishing you and your toil is not going to be in vain. So keep trusting in the Lord. Keep holding on in faith. In this year, believe him and you will see his hand move in your life. Keep trusting in him. If you are listening to me for the very first time, I want to present to you Jesus Christ our Lord. It is in him that we get established. It is in him that we receive strength and we receive confirmation. And it is in him that we become secure. And so how do you receive Jesus in your heart as your Savior and Lord? It is number one to accept that, look, you cannot save yourself because we all have sinned. And the Bible says all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. So it is to acknowledge that fact. Uh, you cannot be self-righteous, no matter how good you think you are. Your goodness is like a filthy rags before a holy God. That is what the Bible says. And so acknowledge that you are a sinner. When you do that in humility, then you can believe in God's offer of salvation for you, which is in Jesus Christ our Lord, how that he sent him to be punished for you and for your sin. That is, he came as a propitiation for our sins, for you and my sins. Uh, he was crucified on the third day he rose again from the dead. So that if you trust in him, you can also believe that one day you also will attain unto the resurrection, which is you become something new. Uh, all together. And if you give your life to Christ today, that new work begins in you because spiritually your, your spirit receives you know, a new life and life begins to operate. The God kind of life begins to operate in you. So to give your life to Jesus, confess him as Lord over your life today. And I need you to say this prayer after me. Dear Lord, I realize that I cannot save myself. Forgive me my sin. I know I am a sinner. Make me a new person today. I believe in your work of salvation for my life. I believe you sent Jesus who died for me and became a sacrifice for my sin. Forgive me. Today I receive Jesus into my life as my Lord and Savior. And I declare I no longer belong to the world. I belong to you. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Please share this podcast to your friends and family and I'll see you again in the next one. Goodbye.
hope this message has blessed you. Do visit us at uklsi.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.